listening to Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken on the Tangent Bound Network. Do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Sure now. Am I the prettiest? Sure now. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Sure now. Well, who am I? Sure now. The Shogun of Harlem. For what lies ahead, ready are you. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey, Geeksters. I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch 1. Welcome back, Geeksters. We are at issue 60 of Geek Watch 1. Dude, and I mention this every show, but this is awesome just hearing the numbers as far as we're getting. I didn't think we'd get this far this fast. I think you're going to have a heart attack when we reach triple digits. I know. <laughs> issue 100 is going to be amazing. we got to start planning now. we got to figure out when that's going to be. And yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like I said, we got to start planning now. We're going to have, uh, we got what, 40 more issues. So it's going to be pat. It'll be next year, but we're going to have some ginormous party or something. That this is issue one hundred. Welcome to the party or something. I don't know. Do something. Well, we have to. You know, not many shows make it to hundred. Exactly. So, um, and actually, you guys are looking all patriotic today. I mean, that is awesome looking. <laughs> <laughs> and geeksters, as you know, we record earlier in the week, so we're actually recording. The day before Independence Day here in America. Independence Day Eve. And actually two days after Canada Day. That's right. A little north of the border here. That's right. So, um, and actually I had a question since we have Miss Dawn here, and everybody knows Miss Dawn started as a Canadian. <laughs> Kylan converted her. <laughs> so what, what happened? I know Independence, or um, Canada Day is Independence Day for Canada. Pretty much. So what what do you do on Canada Day? Is it different than what we do for Independence Day here in America? Or There are similarities and differences. Um, one of the things is that most everything is closed. Here I've noticed July 4th, more and more things are open. Yeah. Um, July 1st in Canada, pretty much everything's closed. It's considered more of a family holiday. There's a lot of, you know, they have the whole things where at the various city halls... They have speeches and parties, and they have on Parliament Hill, there's a big party with um, the Prime Minister gives a speech, and all the other people give speeches and all that, but you usually get, um, I think the, is it the Boy Scouts who usually do free pancake breakfasts Mm -hmm. at all the local parks? Oh, cool. And it's good. Now, in Canada, and do they have just the normal Boy Scouts? That same, is it the same organization as here, or it's, the same it's setup? The, it's the um, offshoot of the British organization. Okay. Um, but I think that's where similar. the American came from originally. It's, yeah, it, it is similar with, with you know helping people and getting okay. badges and that kind of thing and doing the camping stuff and, and all that. So um, they do, like, free pancake breakfasts, and then uh, in the afternoon there's usually... 
usually uh, the city halls and and the parliaments and etc. usually have like a big Canada Day cake and everyone gets cake. Uh-huh. Okay. And- <laughs> oh, Kylan's looking like you got to remember these cakes is where yeah, Kylan's yeah, yeah, looking yeah. at. <laughs> oh, and and, and, uh, and the uh, the scent, the uh, I was, bacon. I was going for the food. Okay. Yeah, I was going to. Um, and they do have like rib fest to a certain degree, but you know barbecuing is not as big a thing up there. But we have instead... It's because Kylan's um, not been there long enough to bring in the brisket. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm coming. But uh, we do have uh, uh, the, the truly Canadian food of female bacon. What the... Um, it's what... Is it what as good they, as bacon steak? It's what they call Canadian bacon down here, which isn't really Canadian bacon because it's more like ham that they serve down in the U.S. Female bacon is... Um, basically, it's the same cut of bacon, but it's got pea meal... Which is a kind of like cornmeal, but from peas. It's a meal okay. that goes on the outside of it, and it's um, kind of stored and smoked and aged that way. And then you slice it and cook it, just like you would regular bacon. But it's not—it's not fatty. It's a much leaner kind of bacon. It—it it does have a bit of a ham taste, which is why hmm. they serve a ham version down here. Yeah. Um, but that's the what you get. You get pea meal bacon sandwiches, which are typically. They put the bacon on the grill, and they get a Kaiser bun, and they put it loaded up on the Kaiser bun. Oh, nice! And that's your sandwich for Canada Day. Well, <laughs> I know that's why I was asking. Is like a couple weeks ago, you guys probably saw the pictures of we found bacon steak. Mm-hmm. The dude, bacon steak. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> this was what it probably two to two inches thick. It's like if you had taken a slab of bacon before they cut it no, and it was, just cut it. It just cut it. It was like an entire rib turned into bacon. Yeah. yeah. And it still had the rib bone in it. Right. And oh, dude, did you? Where, where'd oh, you? Now, where did you get this? This was at Dumas. I gotta take you out to Dumas. It's a local meat shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been to Dumas before. Oh, yeah. yeah, they have bacon steak. Well, see the the other oh. one. What the other wait, place wait, wait, that we wait. go to? They have female bacon. Okay. Down down it uh, over near tracks. That, yeah, they they uh, have. I forget bacon. name. But anyway, well, feasters, <laughs> so. you can't drool over this yet. But I gotta. I'm about to make Kylan like all kinds of hungry. But basically, so Canada Day is is kind of a lot of you know the similarities <laughs> but different foods and that kind of thing. But it also is. More family-oriented in the sense that a lot of people, because they don't have to work, they're having picnics and they're at the parks and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So it's it's not as, you know, the roads aren't as hugely busy. Every When it actually falls on a weekend, like it did this year on a Friday, um, you go up to Cottage Country if you're in Ontario, which is anywhere from two to five hours away from Toronto. Like, that's just considered Cottage Country. Okay. <laughs> um, See, that, that's actually, I was wondering, it's like Canada Day. The most Canadian thing I can think of, I was wondering, does everybody just start heading north until they get to the ice again and start playing hockey in the middle of the summer? Well, no, you don't do that. You actually <laughs> go swimming. You actually oh, okay. go, you know, there's a lot of little lakes and you go, you know, your cottage is on a lake and you go swimming and you drink a lot of beer and do that. So, so in a way, that it's American in that way. And you're, <laughs> and you're in trouble if you're in Canada drinking because I've heard about Canadian beer. Yep, exactly. You, you know, you drink you a couple need a and couple. you're done. Um, but yeah, so that's. You know, and this year Canada celebrated 149 years. So mm-hmm. next year is going to be a huge party, 150 years. I did hear about that, but that's because I got out of work Friday early, and I was able to watch the Cleveland Indians game. And they were talking about oh, it there. there you go. The Indians were playing in. They, um, they played the Jays in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. yep. And I didn't know that um, this is as geeky, but I didn't realize that Skydome had changed its name. And that was like Two 10 years, years back, ago. Yep. It was 10 years yep. ago. I didn't realize that. I'm, they're talking about being at the Rogers Center. I'm like, what in the world I still is this call place? it the Sky Dome. It's one yeah. of those things. It's like um, we also had like a theater that used to be called the O'Keefe Center that became the Hummingbird Center while I was still living there, and I still call it the O'Keefe. <laughs> I mean, as long like, as they haven't changed the name of the CN Tower. Exactly. If they change that name ever, then there's going to be rioting throughout Toronto because <laughs> you can't change the CN Tower. <laughs> 
No, that place was awesome though. I know you've already been there. You guys have been there before. I got to take nope. Vicky there at some point. That that blip that. The observation deck area and the um, entertainment level or whatever that is, that that is amazing. Some of the stuff the whole, on there. The gla- and they have the glass floor that, up there now. I'm not afraid and... of heights at all. <laughs> and I, you walk up to that glass floor like, yeah, no problem. If you look down first, you're done. Yeah, yeah. But if you walk out on it, then look down, you guys are going to make sure you don't fall down because you do get vertigo. Right. You're have, looking and, down. They, and they have one of those... Um, for an extra fee kind of things where you can actually go outside the tower and walk around yeah. to the outside. Just like the observation decks on like the um, Empire State Building yep. and the Sears Towers. Yep. And- oh, but I have to say that the, one of the newest additions around the tower is the Ripley's Aquarium. Okay. It opened a few years back. It's pretty amazing. We were oh, cool. there, and it's a really good aquarium. Isn't that how Drake... How did Drake end up sitting on top of the... Drake didn't actually sit on top of the CN Tower before his album cover. on the album cover, he sitting on top of the tower. There's this thing called Photoshop. It does amazing things. Is that how you end up sitting up on top of the... we can always put him on top. We can put you on the CN Tower. You know what? We got a green screen right behind us. We'll get you sitting in one of those chairs and put you wherever you want to go. Is that how you end up sitting on top of the... The diner, Monk's Diner. That's right. They could, they just kept re-photoshopping, and he would, Drake was sitting on top of all sorts of places. Well, another one that's crazy, they're talking about stu- crazy stuff on top of the buildings. I saw, um, I think, Vicky, didn't you share the one from L.A.? Did you see, mm-hmm. the, everybody's, most people have seen the U.S. Bank Tower in L.A. It's mm-hmm. pretty much the tallest building in L.A. Right. The city that has earthquakes. Yes. Regularly. They've put in a glass slide on the side of yes. the building. goes like two or three floors down. It wraps around the building. Yeah. On a building that's built in a city that has major earthquakes. Yeah. It's like 100 or 200 feet long, something like that. It's ridiculous. I think they said the slide is actually 1,000 feet long. It's ridiculous. It doesn't drop that far in elevation, obviously. But yeah, because it's spins. Still, yeah. I, one, I wouldn't be in a skyscraper in L.A. anyway. <laughs> but yeah. a glass, you know. and it's a glass enclosure stuck to the side of the building. See, this, this is the thing. Like, there's this part of me that's just like, I would, I would do it just because, you know. To say you've done it? To say I've done it. But you know, then you get there and look out. (laughs) But see, the thing is, I'm sometimes I don't have the best judgment either, and I was like, I know that. That's why you have a wife. That's what I was going to say. That's why we have wives. Keep you in check. (laughs) Wanted to be near California with the way it's going right now. They said they actually had recently had rumblings on their major fault. Yeah, that's what Vicky's talking about. Yeah, it separates things. The San Andreas has (laughs) been rumbling pretty good right now. It's gap. They're waiting for it. You know, everyone in California, it's been nice knowing you. But you know, move east. Well, Vicky, actually, what was that you were just saying? They showed a picture of it. It's gapped. Yeah. It's gapping yeah. The bad. San Andreas is getting lo- wider. Down the bottom. You, me- you remember Lex Luthor's plan? Yeah. We just had, he just had to wait 30 years. So Superman is not <laughs> around to reverse own. things, okay? That's right. No pizza. You know what? That, after me, I have to say, that was like the worst time manipulation. <laughs> that, but when you hey. were a kid watching that, it was cool. Well, the best but part then is, if you thought about it. Yeah, if you sit there and think about Lex Luthor's plan... It is for one of the best superhero movies of all time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible, terrible plan. <laughs> but, but, that, fis- but it was a supervillain plan. That was Lex Luthor from the seventies, though. Yeah, exactly. but it's fiscally sound because. Well, yeah, because I'm just saying. Fiscally sound. It, it is when you think about it. If you like, you said people. People are no darn good. You know, trends come and go, but people are always going to need and want real estate. Especially Real people on the outside of that um, fault where there is all desert, and that's all yeah, it is. Right. Well, get like he said, 
Now you got prime oceanfront real estate. There you and go. And I've brought okay, I've brought this up on Twitter, but what the hell ever happened to Miss Tessmacher? I really need to know you, what well, she did she with, her, with her career after Lex. I think <laughs> I think originally on Superman Returns, she was supposed to actually that was supposed to be well, actually Superman three, that Snow Bunny chick was supposed to be her, I think. Right. I don't right. know I've never heard the full story. I think that was she was there for that. But um I think Superman Returns, um, what's her name that um I'm trying to remember the actress. Um, uh, Luthor's girl in that mm-hmm. was also supposed to be should was a Tessmacher right. type character. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering if th- for some reason they decided not to use the name, but it was. Still I'd like her. to think like you know she advanced somehow in her career and got to be like in charge of something and retired nicely. <laughs> but I want to find I w- someone needs to write this story. There are how many various versions of Superman stories out there? Someone needs to hit on Miss Tessmacher. Well, well, Tess, but see, uh, oh gosh, what's what's her name? In uh, in um, Smallville, Tess. Oh gosh, they had someone no, that Tess, was a yeah. play on no, 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 her. Yeah. Well, what did Tess in Smallville wasn't Tess um, Tess Mocker. No, no, that no. was actually supposed to be Mercy. You remember on right. Batman the Animated Series, Luthor had his mm-hmm. bodyguard Mercy. Mercy right. That's why, um, and Mercy was short for Mercer. The one that, that the one that right. got killed. So Tess in Mercer right. was Mercy. It's just they yeah. decided not to go that when they originally wrote the character, they wrote it as that. Right. And just it was like Felicity in um, in Arrow, yeah. right. where they wrote it one way. And the character went a totally went different a direction, different and they, right. you're like, this is working better, so right. we'll go this way with it. That's right. why she actually evolved into, we talked about Lena Luthor mm-hmm. last week for Supergirl. Right. She basically turned into the Lena Luthor character. Right. Yeah. And that's what, eventually, the whole Sister of Luthor thing on this mm. was based on Lena Luthor. Right. It was just one of those, that, a happy circumstance that as the show went, it takes its own life sometimes. You gotta let it roll and see where. And then, um, well, it takes on its own it actually, life. It doesn't take its own life. Well, <laughs> but in Smallville, it actually worked well that way. It did. Yeah. Arrow, we see when it took on its own life, and mm-hmm. when people got what they wanted, and it wasn't what they wanted. Right. right. No. No. So they the, just got to bring that back. The problem around. happened when they changed the character of Arrow. Yeah. To to give people what they think they wanted. That's not what people well, wanted. This, they didn't this want season, Arrow already becoming said straight up domestic. That, um, Stephen Amell has already said straight up this season that Arrow's going to be a lot meaner. They well, said not in an evil way, but he's going to be a no, lot meaner. No, he said something to... about there's a fight. I don't know if it was going to be in the first episode. There's the meanest but fight. But the, the fight they have coming up is the, perhaps the most violent, the meanest first. fight that's ever been on television, according yeah. to him. Well, this what it is is the um, fight choreographer is directing the first two episodes. Right. And they're having a uh, um, Daredevil-style or um, Daisy's fight towards the ends of Agents of Shield, where it was a one shot for the whole fight. Yeah. Or um, that's the type of thing they're doing, where it's like a five minute fight and all one shot. Ooh. Oh. And if you see any of the behind the scenes, have you seen the behind the scenes for the Daredevil fights that they yeah. like that? Yeah. Where you got one stunt mm-hmm. guy that does three or four times because they're all in the masks anyway, so yeah. he'll get beat up in the second floor, and then have to run down to the first floor and get ready to fight the se- yeah. when yeah. he comes through. That big stairwell one they did in the yeah. last season. Had, guys took were out running what? down and up again. And <laughs> he took out probably what fifty yeah. um, guys in that, and yeah. there was about fifteen stuntmen. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and there was no cutaway; it was all one shot. Mm-hmm. So those guys moving and moving. That's what makes it so effective when they yeah. do those ones. Mm-hmm. And that Actually, do it's interesting. We were talking about Superman for a minute before we get too far. Vicky has an interesting story from work. If um, of non superheroes, uh, non geeks talking about superhero, just hearing some of these oh, conversations. That's always interesting. <laughs> I've had yeah. that. Check co- this one my out. My coworker, her nephew. I'm not exactly sure how old he is, but he went for his birthday. His birthday party at the theater went and saw Superman versus Batman, and the mom, which would be the grandma, who won? Who won? 
one, and all the kids start hollering. The two boys. Start well, hollering, the, these are kids. Yeah, so. no, yeah, they're hit. Batman one, and right. Superman's dead. Well, my coworker's like, he's dead. I thought he was from Croatia. He can't die. Croatia. <laughs> so she's convinced he was from Croatia. And Vicky, you guys, we all and, know Vicky's geek cred. Yes. So she's dying. So she's telling me and the other guy and the other guy that I work with. He's not much. He's a geek, but he's not. Uh huh. So he was like confused, and I'm explaining to her where the two storylines came from and how they were combined. And she's like, "Well, they both start with C, you know." And he's like, "No, they're from Krypton." And I'm like, "But Krypton starts with a K, not a C." Yeah. <laughs> she's they start so with the same sound. She was convinced. She was convinced that Superman was from was Croatian, and her brother had to walk away. Did she realize? Did she realize that Croatia is a real place, though? <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure that that so, comes yeah. out. So her so, brother. So, so Superman is actually Ukrainian. Croatian. 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 Well, yeah, but that means he makes a mean uh, pierogi. He's Eastern yeah. European. Yeah. yeah. So he makes so, a good yeah. pierogi then. Yeah. Okay, good. So she's good. So good with that. So I'm good with that. Yeah. Well, she had her, okay, you just got go plugged. Ah, wait, what? Oh. Her, yeah, so, so my coworker's brother had to walk away from this conversation because he was You're crying so hard because he was laughing. Oh. Yeah, but see, th- that, what it is, she read Red Sun once. Please. Where Superman landed in communist oh, Russia. That's what it was. But got it, um, no, no, she, she got it confused and made, thought it was Croatia instead of Russia. Sure. She gets Star Trek and Star Wars confused all the time. And that then, is actually more common than you know. That and is then, common. And then I throw in the Daleks on that one. <laughs> <laughs> she just pushes it past because uh-huh. she understands and there's like one other person in her office that understands when she's making mm-hmm. these conversations. That's comments because they're starting to hire... They, well, that was correct <laughs> or um, what was it? The one uh, IT guy said, we need to start hiring more geeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah uh, it, the, the funny thing is, it's it's mostly IT that'll be your geeks to begin with. Yeah. Not my first IT guy. I was more than him. Really? Yeah, well, she <laughs> I think found because out. I was talking geek to him, the one girl was accusing me of flirting with him. I'm like, dude, we were talking computers. <laughs> well, the fun thing is, it's, she found out that IT guys, especially at her office, the IT guys, you know how they know everything? You know why? Why do the IT guys know everything, Vicky? They Google it, so I have a habit of fixing my own computer. By the time mm-hmm. they get, by the time if you I, have yeah. a problem, they Google it, it's right. find out what it is, and then go to your That's computer and fix it. That's what the help desk is for. You call mm-hmm. the help desk, they Google it for you, and then they tell you. Yeah, if, they, exactly. if they even, or now, now they have the interns. That's true. The interns are out in the office because they have a habit of eating all the food. <laughs> yeah, if they have a pizza party, you, you oh, get right. there before the interns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, that, that's interns- actually that applies to our department at work, though, because everyone knows that marketing will be the first one at your party, and we all <laughs> just. We we are so stacked with guys in our department that it's just kind of like there's free food we're going so it's kind of they, we always end up at the parties first yeah hey that you got the best selection exactly <laughs> but um one other question on Canada do, okay. do, do you guys at least have the fireworks yes oh yeah okay we they do, do the fireworks, fireworks like we do here we do still have fireworks everywhere at the city halls and all we we tend not to sell the illegal fireworks to every single person. So that oh, they're the, illegal there too. They're not all legal so, here. All so the time. So that the neighborhoods are inundated with idiots that let them off at eleven <laughs> at night and scare the dogs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. There, there should really be you know more rules about the hours that people are well, allowed to do this. Uh, that's just because around here the police understand what the celebration is. And they they allow it to a certain point, but if you give it a, a week after Fourth of July, they'll be all over that. Well, that's true, but I mean, there are still laws in place for yeah, noise mm-hmm. regulations. They should still. Well, the noise well. regulations, yes, but I don't see a problem with setting off the fireworks as much as long as that, you're not blowing that, your hand that, off. That's a noise regulation. Well, no, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm saying you're, if you're you saying let them off at like people. nine or ten o'clock somewhere in there, right? Right but at dusk after, when it's supposed to. Yeah, once you get to that, a certain point, it's ridiculous. No. <laughs> yeah, and we used to have when we first moved into our neighborhood. We had these. <laughs> 
nice young boys living down the street who were part of a motorcycle stunt crew that was doing illegal things on freeways. Yes. And um, they would build fireworks in their garage, and every once in a while, random times during the year, we would hear explosions. Literally explosions Mm -hmm. because something didn't go right. (laughs) Oh, um, my boss, see, I didn't get my fireworks because my boss has a friend he grew up with that um, actually has been to federal penitentiary twice. Um, for selling fireworks, and making one it. of them, Good job. He, he lives um, in another town right across from an auto body shop, and um, did, he was receiving a truckload, like a semi truckload, being unloaded into his garage. Oh! And then for some reason, and within an hour or two, the police showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Unloading it into your um, garage. Well, one of the th- oh. things he got arrested for was actually manufacturing Class B explosives because he was actually making his own M80s and stuff uh-huh. and he knew what he was doing. It was safe. He's never blown anything right. up. But, he was but using, you're not allowed to do it. <laughs> he was using balsa wood for the container. Oh. oh. So that actually made projectiles officially. Oh, yes, it did. So if it, it was if he was using the paper like normal, he, mm-hmm. it would have been whatever the downgrade from that right. is. But yeah, they, oh, he, he was making God. projectiles. Basically, mini sticks of dynamite is what they called it. <laughs> So some people are fantastic. But his prices are phenomenal when he gets a Jeez. <laughs> no, but he's selling the same thing you buy at the fireworks stores. Right. That you have to sign a little waiver here in Ohio that, that says you're going right. to take it out of the state. <laughs> just out of some Disney yeah. rods. It's the same as moonshine. It doesn't make it right just because it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on who's doing it and how if they're safe about it. But because you yes. just pay for the you pay for the container. You're not actually paying for the alcohol. Right. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> moonshine is not illegal as long as you don't sell it. Exactly, you're selling. If you the don't, that's true. If you keep giving illegal. it away, exactly, you're, you're you're selling the container, not the alcohol. Yeah, just just yeah. have people bring their own containers. You're all good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but there's all kinds of stuff going on here. Um, actually, let's talk a little bit about. Um, we're going to have to talk to the people who run this. But today, we're actually recording in a brand new place we've never been to before, Geeksters. We're actually um, we don't talk. We're not going to talk much because it's local to Akron, but we're inside the main branch of the Akron Public Library in this place called the Digital Media Center. That's right. And we're actually almost, <clears throat> it looks like we're on a sound stage with a green screen behind us, and it is amazing. We're going to give you guys some more information about this, anybody who's interested, because in we do have a lot of local people that um, do the, that listen to our show. So Miss Dawn's going to get some pictures about where we are. What the world? Uh, Vicky got me again. Vicky has to stop watching porn on her phone. Yeah, that look. But but the guy was able to like get the whole thing in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I want to thank the main branch, the Akron Library, the Summit County Library, for allowing us to use this space. Miss Dawn will um, have pictures and stuff of what we're doing and how we're doing this. Um, but we'll have to talk to them more and have more information about this for anybody yeah. that's local to the area that wants this space is a u- for use for anybody who actually uses the library. Definitely. So um, they have banner printers, they have laminators, they have um, a mini photo studio for you. So like Vicky can take yeah. pictures of her jewelry. Yeah, there's I mean, amazing stuff here. Well, pretty much if somebody, if you have a concept and you have the willpower to move mm-hmm. it forward. This library, you can do whatever it is you need to do yeah. to bring it to fruition. I mean, you can even have your own talk show. Well, they have actually that what we didn't um, get into because they're already used today. They actually have two recording studios right. with all the equipment. They have the computers, the microphones. They even have on there um, electric. They have they'll provide you with an electric guitar if you need it. Really? 
Yeah. Okay, it, don't, don't look as if you, you know how to play. You have to schedule it. <laughs> I, I don't. I know I don't. But, but they, I know the two recording studios have a piano set really in there ready to go. I was really interested in um, some of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to be using this more. We were talk- I was talking to Ms. Dawn. A lot of our personal Geek Watch 1 marketing, we're going to look into some of the stuff down here. Mm-hmm. So And actually for the Geek Watch 1 family also. So mm-hmm. A Geek Watch 1 blues CD. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We, we know some we musicians. Can make, we can make mixes using that equipment. We could make. We could. We could become. Instead of you know how that that um that DJ girl talk who yeah. mixes all the songs together. You could. You could. Sampler Roberts. The video. The songs no, I played. You know right? what? We could have a Geek Watch One party mix. We could. Courtesy of our resident DJ. Mm-hmm. Because because you can use we need to talk a to certain length of snippets of songs. Without having to get permission. Right. See, that's so, what's nice about happening to knowing lawyers. They can they can take all this stuff and tell us what's legal. <laughs> See, that's right. You get a certain amount, and then you can. It, it's you know creative content and that kind of stuff. Word. <laughs> and um, depending on what it is, you have to find out who it is. But some of the um, not recording studios as much, but some a lot of like the um, different IPs for in entertainment. Don't as long as you're doing it as a fan thing and not selling it, they don't even care what you do with it. Yeah. Um, like Star Wars, right. we've mentioned this before. George Lucas started a long time ago with the fan films. You can do basically whatever you want as long as you're not selling it. Mm-hmm. And Disney so far has allowed that to continue. Yeah, Star Trek used to do the same thing until recently. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. But a lot of other IPs are like that also. That as long as you're not um, disseminating or whatever, however the wor- it works, that you're not putting something negative against it. Right. You can make just about anything you want. Exactly. As long as you don't say you created it originally. Well, well <laughs> I've even noticed uh, using was it Kindle Worlds, where where they have uh, created content like like novellas and that sort of thing. Uh, some of them are with. I know one is G.I. Joe, and it'll be either the Adventure Team or Real American Hero. They have oh, yeah, yeah, Supernatural. Yeah, I remember what you're, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And well, so they'll, they have, basically, those are brands that have approved the fan fiction to be written yeah. right. and distributed That's by That's what I was going to say. We're, what, we've mentioned it before, but it's been a long time. What right. is Kindle Worlds so that the um, geeksters understand this? Right, so uh, for Ge- Kindle Worlds is a almost... Okay, it's a little bit more... This I don't I don't know if I should say a little bit more legit than fan fiction, but I, I will say it's a it's still fan fiction. It's still fan but fiction. It's more recognized by the properties. Yeah, okay. it's a little more polished than your average Ooh. stick it on your blog fan fiction. Right, and then some. In, the, in these cases, uh, you are allowed to sell your stories, but there are certain conditions that have to be met. Isn't like, there, isn't it kind of like a bit of a competition? Like you can submit your story. And it gets voted on or something. Some of them. So, some of them some have of competitions them will do that. like that. Okay. And then okay. the ones who get voted, like get the most votes, they get to sell it on there. Like it right. depends on the fandom. Right. Okay. As to how they do it. Right. And so as long as you know, you could, you can uh, use certain characters. Like if those characters have been established dead within that fandom, you can include that character, and that's fine. But they suggest that. If you're bringing that character back, that you include that character within a certain 
time frame, more for stylistic purposes. Okay. Yeah, because they, they're willing to accept the the fan fiction almost as part of these established worlds. Right. Yeah. So like you can't kill off a major character. Right. Yeah. Like that's one of the stipulations. So, in most so of how them. many Renee Zellweger fan fiction stories <laughs> you got on there? Uh, none actually. I'm she doesn't gonna... have her own category. She does oh, not. Okay. He's having a hard time getting his posted. <laughs> Um, he's going to have to, much like uh, what happened with Fifty Shades of Grey, he's going to have to rewrite it, perhaps as Twilight fan fiction, and um, yeah, no. get it in there. Or maybe G.I. Joe, no, you no, have no. her in the military. No, I am not. Well, no, 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 no. I got, I got <laughs> your story. Funny. I got your story, Kylan. It's um, Renee Zellweger doing Bridget Zones. In G.I. Joe, fighting against Tanning, Tanning Tatum, as, or Tanning Tatum. Tatum as Duke. Duke's dead. Well, by the time she's done, he will be. He was dead. <laughs> da, 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 no. But he that's... said it in an earlier time before he's dead, so exactly. he gets to kill him. <laughs> See, no, that's not. So think even... about it. You get to kill Channing Tatum. It is bad. Hurt me. Is this... I don't want... <laughs> well, well, she's just doing his crib. No, it's not killing Channing what? Tatum. Crib. Killing she's a bad babysitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have a baby Channing Tatum and have mm-hmm. her do something wrong that he ends up dying in the crib. She's a bad babysitter, but she was such a. Or no, no that's the story with Channing Tatum. <laughs> we'll do a um, Vietnam story with Duke from Channing Tatum as Duke, and we'll have you. <laughs> and Channing Tatum Duke, doesn't follow rules or something and ends up wait, having to be wait, hold on. Uh, killed in the line of duty. I'm trying to remember if Duke Literally. served in Nam. You know, <laughs> now he's going to have to look up. I, I believe, I believe in, the, in the storyline he did serve in Nam. There you go. Be like Earth in the original v- G.I. Joe story. Yeah. 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 See, you can go with the original G.I. Joe. Like Earth 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I'm, I was trying to pull... Is there, is, there a, is there a magic mic category? Because that would be a whole other thing you could do to Channing Tatum. Like, you know what? You oh, know, no. paralyze him. You no, don't no, to, no. You don't have to kill him. He's going to use Channing Tatum's and... character from This Is The End. There you go. <laughs> See, you know, you're, you're not very, even... very bad. Very bad. I'm, I'm trying to get into... <laughs> you're trying to get into... Amazon. Trying to get into uh, worlds uh, so I can see where they... Well, why don't you just put him in Bambi? <laughs> Dude, you just guys see the video this week that um, that the Rock did some video about Bambi. A live well, that was when he was on Saturday Night Live months oh, okay. ago. I yeah. didn't. Know, I had never seen that. Dude, that was crazy. TV. That was funny. <laughs> we don't have TV. Yeah. So, um, but while he's looking this up, <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, here's what I have. Well, those are the featured worlds. Um, just name a few. Get on with it. Yeah. He found the video. Last Magic night, by New the way, Mexico. And he was just like, what? Magic what? New what? Mexico. What? Yeah, it has to be something with the aliens or something. But then you also uh, the screaming cat or the screaming more than frog. mated. Yes, what, did, I don't know what you're looking. Yeah, at. no, this let's, let's move on. Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, on. Yeah, I have another actually more geek news story. Okay. that's current is um I know all of us around this table are fans of Young Justice. Yes, that was a phenomenal show. Had way too short of a um, run, but always um, the good stuff always has a short life. Exactly. But um, I can find it there. Greg Weissman, who was one of the showrunners of it, was on a podcast this week and actually gave some detailed answers on um, what actually happened, why there was no third season, and what we can do to try to get a third season. Now, first of all, it says a little background. Well, we all know what Young Justice was. Um, and then moving on here, it says, um, quote from Weissman, the big thing was that the budget for the show was paid for by money we received from Mattel. Oh, and in exchange for the toy license, when the toy line for Young Justice failed, which everybody knows you can find Young Justice toys everywhere on Big Lots and all the, mm-hmm. all the budget places because the toys just didn't sell, um, the money from Mattel stopped coming in. Right. I wonder why. And there was no money for the show, and that's why they got canceled. 
Now, he said um, the reason for the cancellation is actually important, and that makes the next question very important. What can we do to actually pay for the show to get made in a different way? Because, obviously, that's the main thing that's keeping it from going any farther. Because um, his partner, Vietti, I believe was his last mm-hmm. name, the other showrunner, said yeah. back in February that everybody who worked on the show, all the voice talents, everybody else is ready to go. They want to yep. do this. Right. They don't have the money to do it, obviously. Right. But they've actually already got the outline and the story for season three written out. They don't have the scripts, but they, have, they know what they want to do with it. Mm-hmm. So this was ready to go when it got canceled. But um, they said the first thing you can do to try to actually show them and try to get the money back to make this is, um, first thing, it's already everywhere. There's a hashtag out there, hashtag keep binging YJ. Okay. And he said what it is, that's actually about Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a mar- And this is a marathon, not a sprint. So Netflix actually sees that out there mm-hmm. and knows that that's why there's talks right now at all. Is because people are doing that. People are watching it on the show. Mm-hmm. Now it says this is a marathon, not a sprint. Um, that means if that, and that means if um, watching, you need to watch the show more of episodes here and there, maybe once a week, and things like that, because that's what hits the clicker keeps it a on lot the list. more. Right. It keeps them up on the list a lot more than everybody yep. all at once watching like a marathon all in one day. Right. That really doesn't. I mean, that hits the tickers, but it's nowhere near the way it is. No. The way that it's going to bring it later. No. So you got to watch it every week. Watch one or two episodes, and like you said, that'll keep it up on the what's popular on Netflix right. list. Right. And, and everybody... we all know that it's far superior to Teen Titans Go. Well, so and you if, had a different audience if you, for if, that. No, no, I'm talking about people of the same age that would be well, interested yeah. in Young Justice. If you see Teen Titans go on and you have nothing else to watch, flip over to Netflix and watch an episode <laughs> or two of <laughs> Young Justice. Exactly. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, as much I mean, I loved Young Justice, and you know the times they would you know run like two or three episodes mm-hmm. together. I was there, and then to find out that it was gone, and they replaced it with Teen Titans Go. Like, true. I mean, I'll even watch Teen it Titans Go addressed it. Yes. Yeah. They had an episode where they were like, we should be more serious, and then they had the Young Justice ones show up, and they were like, you look so cool, and you're mm-hmm. so serious, and you deal with real issues. Why can't we be like that? And I'm like, uh-huh. There you go. That's because the Teen Titans Go merchandise is aimed towards little kids, exactly. and that show is actually selling merchandise. Exactly. Right. But um, actually, it said here, one of the, another thing that happened with the show I can't what? Wasn't this another one that, that they were upset because more girls were liking it than boys? Yeah. yeah, I think that was part of yeah. it too, yeah. yeah. That was part of Cart- the merchandise cart- issue. And was... they didn't have a lot of girl merchandise again. Exactly. This was the Cartoon Network. I've barely seen it. half of them merchandise yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Well, um, also, Cartoon Network didn't help the show. Mm-hmm. When they were playing, they played four episodes in a row, at weeks in a row, and then all of a sudden you get six months of nothing. Then it would disappear. Then you get the next show. Yeah. Right. Then just scheduling concerns, all that stuff went into getting canceled. Yeah. It did. So, And that also went into the whole toy line not making it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if the t- kids are not watching the show all the time... The adults, we are going to actually remember the show and go back and watch right. past episodes and things like that. And at right. least now, Cartoon Network is a little more set in terms of having actual seasons of their shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if a lot of their shows are kind of crap right now, um, <laughs> they have actual seasons. They they time them properly throughout the day and mm-hmm. on weekends so that the right age groups are watching them. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're not getting like these really horrible kids shows at 9 o'clock at night. Right, you know, you're you're getting you, the better you stuff like, when you should. Like um, playing the trailer for Sausage Party in front of Finding Dory. Oh, well, did you that see was, that, one? that was the movie theater issue. That was <laughs> yeah, that would have been it was, great. It was the R-rated trailer for Sausage yeah. Party in front of Finding Dory. Oh, yeah, well, that, that worked really well. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we're done so, that, though. Huh? We're done that. No, I, you guys want to know what we have? <laughs> we'll come back to that as soon as we're done with this one. Okay. We'll come back to Kendall Worlds. 
But um, no, they said um, that whole thing with watching it on Netflix, that's actually um, the most inexpensive way to actually show your support for the show. Mm-hmm. Hashtag the Keep Binging YJ and watch the shows on Netflix. Right. right. The next way to do it is you can actually... Um, now, that gives Netflix money is because they, they know people are watching, they know people are subscribing. Yep. Right. The next one, because there's basically they're saying on here there's three different companies mm-hmm. that could pay for this show. Netflix orders it and buys it. Right. The second one would be Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to give Warner Brothers Home Entertainment to know that people are still watching this, is you actually this one costs more because you actually have to go to um, iTunes and start buying the episodes on iTunes. Once you buy those, iTunes still keeps track of what's being watched. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got to start binging it and buying it on iTunes. Let and also on the Blu-rays and DVDs. You buy that, and then um, Warner Brothers, because Warner Brothers, we've seen with some of the others, um, because Warner Brothers Animation has been doing some awesome stuff with DC Comics, Mm -hmm. because they know, they're just worried about DVD sales. Right. Mm -hmm. And as long as the DVDs are selling, they're going to keep putting stuff out there. Right. So if they see that Young Justice is getting bought and people are watching this, they can order up at least another season or movies. Mm -hmm. Either way. Right. They can, because they're actually owned by the company who owns So if you have a... If you know a moody teen or preteen whose birthday's coming up, get them the DVD because and the Blu-rays, they will, if I remember, they like will really like Young season. Justice. Right. Trust me, twenty to thirty bucks for the season is not bad for, on right. that. No. Or the iTunes is more than likely a buck or two bucks per episode. Yeah. Right. So um, that was another way to do it because um, no, Warner Brothers actually owns the show. But DC Comics owns the characters. Yeah. Right. And now, technically, they're both owned by Time Warner, mm-hmm. but they are two separate companies. Right. They said the third way that you could actually get money for this would be buying the back the in-canon um, comic books. Mm-hmm. There was actually a comic book line that came in-canon with the cartoon series. Yes. Right. And they said the way to do that is you don't go to... The, this one, unfortunately, you can't go to the long boxes at your comic shop and buy the back issues. Because mm-hmm. DC Comics will never know that you bought the back right. issues. No. You need to go to Comixology or iTunes and buy the comics there because then that money that from Comixology and iTunes goes directly to DC Comics. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, wait, all of a sudden people are buying these back issues of these comics. That's right. So um, they can, then DC Comics can look at it and say, hey, wait, people are interested in this. Why don't we put out another series and then we'll start up the comic series again. Exactly. So that's that's the threefold. The main gist of the threefold how to do it is you got to binge it on show Netflix. your that's interest. Easiest. Yes, it's basically <laughs> exactly. Do you want to um, show the interest in that? Um, make sure that they know on Netflix that um, you're watching this and it's being watched all the time. Mm-hmm. Buy the iTunes and binge it on iTunes and stuff like that, and um, the DVDs. The Warner Brothers will take notice, right? Right. Or and or you do the DC Comics buying the comic books now. Um, they are talking did about they do this. trades. Did, did they do any? I don't know if they put them out as trades, but either way, right. you have to do it through Comicsology right. anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but um, it, they are talking about this. The plans are laid out and ready to go. They're right. just waiting for someone to give them the money to do it. I think that I think quite honestly, the best idea is the Netflix route because so many people use Netflix anyway. Oh yeah. And if you're a longtime Netflix user, you've already gotten the email that your subscription price is going up. How much? So, I, I, I saw that it's up to ten dollars a month. What was it normally? Eight? It was eight dollars. It went up to ten. But when Netflix first started, it was more than ten. When you were yeah. getting the DVDs in the mail, right. so it's still cheap. But it, that was because they raised the rates about a year or two ago, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. left everyone else grandfathered in for a couple of years. Yeah. But anyway, if your rate's gone up anyway, make extra use of it. Binge the shows. And okay, this is kind of cheating, but you can put the show on and walk out of the room. 
Leave, leave, <laughs> leave it on for your dogs. Yeah. yeah. Just let it keep playing. It'll, it'll play a couple episodes before it asks you if you're still watching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know. It'll get to the point where it's asking if you're oh, actually yeah, watching Oh, yeah. If you're binging, it'll, fu- it'll suddenly come up. Are you still watching this? And you have to click a button within like 20 seconds or something. Right. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Well, that would be terrible because I usually watch it on my Xbox. If the controller's gone to sleep, I may not be able to go fast enough. <laughs> right. There you go. So you obviously don't binge enough to know this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, although we did start today binging Dark Matters. Because okay. we got to see season one before we can watch season two. We know right. season two came out this week and Killjoys came out. Yeah, first um, episodes were good. And actually, that's oh, why yeah. I wanted to get the Roku back because I—that's the only one I yeah. have that'll actually have the sci-fi app so we can watch ah, Killjoys. Okay. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> so right now, soon. the only place we Versus. can watch it—the only place we can watch it right now—is in the bedroom. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, but um, that to you. We, once we watch the first season and started the second season, we'll have to talk about those mm-hmm. shows. Oh, yeah. I know they were good shows. They're fantastic. So, um. But actually, before we move on, because I know you have a list, um, the Saturn Awards was what, this week? Uh, a couple weeks ago, actually. Well, a couple weeks ago? Well, mm-hmm. we haven't got a chance to get to it yet. Right. right. So we're going to get to that in just a minute, but before we do, we're, um, since Oddmall is this week... Hold on, got, Kylan has to address the, uh, the oh, worlds. Oh, yeah, yes. you got to go back worlds. to Kindle Worlds. Okay, okay so, just a <laughs> so just a few properties are out there. Um, you have Shadow Man. What's so, Shadow Man? Sh- Shadow Man is a, is a comic series. Like, okay. it's a... Um, I forget. I forget which one. Name something image. people will know. <laughs> uh, well, okay. There's XL Man of War, okay, which I is a that. Bloodshot. Uh, there's GI Joe. There is the Vampire Diaries. There's Veronica Mars. Pretty Little Liars for those people. Hey Bart, get writing. <laughs> uh, Wayward Pines actually, actually has one. Okay, Wayward, well, Wayward Pines, Pines would be good awesome. because there's so many ways you could go with those yeah, stories right. since they've only had the two seasons. It, it, my, one of my personal favorites, John Rain. Oh, yep. And okay. so, and and that's a really awesome series. It's a very big world, so it's cool that they that um, the the author has allowed that. And actually, and that and and the author of John Rain, he's very big on on independent publishing in that too. So okay. yeah, he actually left. A big name publisher to go the self publishing route, and so it's really cool to see him uh, take give the okay and encourage other writers out there to express themselves in this wor- in his world. Okay, um, and you know, there's way I think I may have mentioned already. Way oh, yeah. Pines has some awesome stuff on it. Uh, there's several uh, the the one hundred. Um, there's several other properties in here that I'm not particularly familiar with, but uh, they are either other novel series or other. Um, but something for people to explore if they're into writing, right? Yeah. And so they would have. And so when you go to the site and you click on the icon, it gives the guidelines for you know what's allowed and know what you can do with the characters and what you can't do with the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, he, and it's different for each one. So right. it's not like across the board where they've come up with these general rules. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. So that's cool. Um, but before we get into the Saturn Awards that we were going to talk about, um, I need to um, bring up the... The, our only sponsor for the show technically <laughs> was... Um, we got, this week is Oddmall, finally. The so, Backyard um, Bash. Yeah, the Backyard Bash. Now, you're not going to hear about Oddmall very much after this <laughs> until we get closer to October. We, you'll still get your normal things, but um, this week, this time at Backyard Bash, they actually have the entertainment schedule ready to go. Cool. So we know who's going to be on the list for the entertainment schedule. So did Andy actually get a stage? Because I know he was asking I, for one. I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming he did because we have the entertainment schedule now. 
<laughs> Whether there's a stage or not, people will be dancing on the grass. That's right. <laughs> well, Savani Dance Studio probably will. Exactly. But, they can um, dance on the grass. Friday night, we have O'Brien, who's been there before. Mm-hmm. Tom Smith, who we've had on our show. Mm-hmm. And um, O'Brien, I want to have on the show at some point because he was awesome. Right. Um, what the? I don't want to know. <laughs> Kevin Conway, who has been at Amal before. The mm-hmm. Savani Dance Studio. And this is a new one. for At 8.15 on Friday night is um, Killer Instinct Never Dies. Okay. I have no idea what it is. Obviously, okay. I'm going to find out. Come on out on Friday night, and you'll be surprised. Well, also, at <laughs> 6 o'clock, we have a hula hoop demonstration and contest. Ooh. <laughs> then Saturday, all day, we have a lot of the guys you've seen before. We have um, Mike McFarland's going to be there. O'Brien's coming back. The hula hoop demonstration and contest is going to be on the stage. Can I just, so say, we're another can I just one. say, a couple of years ago, we went to a burlesque show, and there was a hula hoop moment. So That's true. She, there, was, there was someone with an entire hula hoop routine. It was pretty awesome, though. Yeah. Nice. It really was awesome. I, I got new respect for you a can, hula You can hoop. do a lot with hula hoops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I saw this This girl was at, um, I think she was at the um, Odd Mall this past um, May at um, John's Night Center. Oh, she showing, ju- showing it. No. No, no, no. Cubbies. She was at the Cub contest. Oh, the Cub. You guys didn't see okay. her. That's where Andy met her. And um, she was awesome with the hula hoops. Cool. But that's at noon on Saturday. Then we got Tom Smith is coming back. Suvani Dance Studio is coming back. Then we have the actual the Oddmall costume contest and parade. Yes, even though this is outside, there is still a costume contest and that's parade. Right. So wear all your cosplay. Well, Oddmall has a huge cosplay mm-hmm. presence. So that's still going to be there. The Confused Greenies are back at 4 Yay. o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then Brian Regan is closing up the stage at 5 o'clock. Cool. Cool. So that's, um, that's the entertainment schedule. The only other thing we had that we wanted to talk about a little bit on this was... We know what the food trucks are going to be there. That's right. Bring your appetites. Yeah. And Vicky will have bath bombs. <laughs> she, uh, she'll have all kinds of bombs at her booth. But, um, yeah, our friend, you guys got to meet Molly, our friend. She's awesome. But um, Her stuff is essential oil, so it's the, so good. The Lynch Confections chocolate slash chocolate moonshine is coming back. Yeah, they, they were, were good at Odd Mall. They make, like, ch- candy bars of and it's, it, and it's like fine chocolate. It's not the crappy Hershey variety. This is good chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's not wax. And it's it's so they have oh, probably what twenty to thirty different flavors of or chocolate more, yeah. bars, or more than that, and including have, moonshine flavor. And they had fudge, but this is completely non-alcoholic. So don't let the names throw you exactly. <laughs> well, everybody knows when you make chocolate, you got to heat it up anyway. Well, that's true. It'll burn off. So you may have used real moonshine, right. and then, or at least what they sell but as it's, moonshine. It's, it's definitely good stuff. Well, we've got. Andy was all excited about this one. We've got the Tiki's Shaved Ice and Ice Cream Truck. Andy got very excited about shaved ice. I did not yes. realize he was that excited over shaved ice. This one I didn't, I've never heard about, but Miss Dawn knew these ones. The Square Scullery. Yes, they recently started. They're in the Highland Square area. Um, I've been following them on, uh, on Facebook and such just to see when they're open. And this will be their first big event, I believe. Okay. Yes. Well, we've got... Billy's Gourmet Confections, which all of us have had, because they, they were actually at the Canton Odd Mall in right. February. And didn't they have the, was it bacon-wrapped tater tots? Yes, I they believe did. So. Yes. yes, they so did. So there you go. <laughs> um, also, I'm going to skip one, then go to the Thai case, which I've never heard of. Uh, and it's spelled T H A I, so it's probably expect it's Thai food. Asian. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last one is one of our favorite hot dog carts in Akron for me and Vicky. I don't know if you guys have had Stray Dog. No, no. Munchkin oh, loves hot dogs. Munchkin yeah. loves. Well, he doesn't. It's, it's not actually, all hot yeah, dogs. It's gourmet stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. But he has hot dogs also. <laughs> so and he makes his own mustards. And not always. Oh. And not always. He doesn't always have the hot dogs. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he'll make other stuff. Yeah, at, we've um, seen. He him. was at the Cub Championship and he oh, had okay. sandwiches this, and stuff. It was. Um, like 
some kind of street food from Western or from Eastern Europe or something that okay. it was like a hot dog in a wrap with um, sour cream and no, it was um, I forget what it was called because I shrimp could, salad. Yeah, it had a shrimp salad relish, on it. Relish salad, like lettuce. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was interesting. That it sold out. And, yeah, he sold out. Everybody loved, mm-hmm. everybody tried it. So, but that's the food trucks that are going to be at Odd Mall. Remember, that's Odd Mall on Saturday. It's Friday and Saturday this week, the eighth and ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, go to oddmall.info for all the information. It's in Hudson, Ohio. Exactly. Yes. So um, that's that one. I think that's everything we have, other than your Saturn Awards you have on here. Yes. So. Uh, um, the 42nd annual Saturn Award. Well, actually, I don't know if it's annual. I just know it's 42nd Saturn Awards. Um, these are awards that honor the best in science fiction, fantasy, horror, and various other genres of film and television and home media releases that covers 2015 and a bit of early 2016. They had them on June 22nd. A lot of people that geeks would know were there. Um, and it was actually hosted by John Barrowman. Oh, really? So, yeah, and that's one of the ways I found out about it, because I follow him on Facebook and such and saw his pictures. Mm-hmm. He had all kinds of pictures with the guys from Supernatural and mm-hmm. making fun of all sorts of various things, <laughs> as he does. And um, so, yeah, there was a lot of... Was that those pictures when he was running around in the Cassiel dress? No, that was from one of the cons that he was at. He's been wearing various dresses at cons yeah. that he goes to. And then yeah, the Castiel stack, was the chocolate the, stack that he the, did. Yeah, the, his Tim Tam stack because that's his favorite cookies, and people kept bringing them to him. So, he, they, I think that was might have been the Phoenix con that he did that, and it was taller than him by the end of it, and then it all tumbled, and there were crumbled cookies everywhere. But, <laughs> but um, some of the categories are uh, obvious ones that you know we'd be interested in with best science fiction film fantasy film horror film comic to film motion picture best animated uh and some of them are obvious like star wars the force awakens won a lot of stuff they got best sci-fi film Hmm, i wonder why um (laughs) best music for john williams best writing Best Actor for Harrison Ford, Best Supporting Actor for Adam Driver, which I'm sure created a bit of controversy among people who have certain feelings about (laughs) Kylo Ren. Uh, (laughs) And it also got Best Makeup um, and Best Special Effects. And I think that covers most of what it got best of. (laughs) But um, the uh, oddly enough, the best fantasy film was Cinderella. Best horror film was Crimson Peak, but there wasn't a lot of competition in that way. Hmm. Um, best comic to film picture was Ant Man. Okay. And it beat out Avengers Age of Ultron. I can understand that. I actually enjoyed Ant Man a little I, better yeah, than Yeah, I did too. I liked the Age of Ultron, but it wasn't the best movie they've made. It was no. a little messy, I thought. That was that's yeah, what I thought. Right. Um, best animated film was Inside Out, which wasn't that surprising. Mm. But uh, it beat out Kung Fu Panda 3 and Minions. Uh, we still have, we have never seen any of the Despicable Me or Minions. God, you have to see those. I know that's, not, that's what, what we keep saying that. <laughs> but best director uh, Ridley Scott got it for The Martian. Nice. Okay, so good. that was good. Martian got a got a shout out on that one. Um, interestingly, best actress was uh, Charlize Theron okay. for uh, for Mad Max, uh, beating out I don't know Daisy Ridley for in uh, yeah. Force Awakens. Best Supporting Actress was Jessica Chastain for Crimson Peak, and I didn't hear great things about that movie, so I was kind of well, surprised. it's one of those, if I remember right, it was one of those that horror fans loved it. Yeah. But that's the way a really good horror movie is It was one of those gothic horrors. Yeah, yeah. Those, if it's yeah. a really good horror movie, usually the horror fans go nuts for it. Everybody else is like, why are they going nuts for it this? It wasn't. Right. It's not the bloody, gory. Exactly. Right. 
And interestingly, yeah. she beat she beat out um, Evangeline Lilly from Ant Man, and both Carrie Fisher and Lupita Nyong'o from from Force Awakens. Oh wow! So there was that was a pretty good category actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, best costume design did go to Age of Ultron though, mm-hmm. um, and that beat out one of the ones that beat out was Kingsman Secret Service, and I thought that was cool, cool. that that was up for costume. Design. Yeah, the thing that's cool that they're up for it, but really the Kingsman the costumes were just. Period suits. It was more proper tailoring exactly. than different so it's really costumes. Costume design right. wasn't as big in that movie, right? Because you could have, I mean, you could have technically gone off the rack in a really good suit store and yeah, gotten off the wardrobe. off the rack. But I'm saying <laughs> they could have done this. I, I actually did well. I'll be honest with you. A bit you. of tailoring, but if, if I was in a different, uh, if I was in a different financial bracket, <laughs> tailored suits. never be off the rack. No. Never. Um, Actually, I need to pick up a suit or two. Interestingly, the best sci-fi TV series award went to Continuum, which I've I'm only it. vaguely familiar with. I know it's another sci-fi show that we wanted to watch. It at some beat point. out the 100, Doctor Who, Wayward Pines, and the X Files. Wow. Well, the X Files I can see it beating out because it's a short run show. Yeah, well, um, but, but it just it surprised me. I was surprised because I didn't watch the first season. I mean, Vicky's watched 100 since the beginning, but mm-hmm. the 100 is actually a really good show. I watched the second season. I didn't get a chance to see the first season yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. people have talked a lot about yeah. it for the po- post apocalypse and that kind of. It's stuff. It's a lot better than I because I knew the first se- the first one originally started based on like Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's going a lot farther from there, and mm-hmm. it's actually built a pretty good universe. Yeah, there's been good talk about the writing for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the best fantasy television series, and I'm not very surprised about this because of the content, was Outlander. Okay. That's different. No, it's a time-traveling romantic drama, so it's getting all of the women who love the romance. Is it, is it actually true, on, real on fantasy? Yeah, well, I mean, the time travel kind of thing is where it gets the fantasy aspect for right. it. But there's a lot of fighting. Um, stuff like, there is a lot of fighting, yeah. I mean, it's a, like a stuff like Shintar, kind of which, Or not Shintar, um... The Shannara Chronicles. It, which that's was what it beat out. out. It beat out Shannara Chronicles. It, it beat, beat out, out the Magicians, Haven, Game of Thrones. I don't see the um, Haven and um, the Magicians. See, when I think fantasy, I'm thinking high fantasy, more of medieval times. Well, you just said that you're thinking high fantasy. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fantasy but, is fantasy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, you, well, you know, I mean, even the, stuff mu- would be magic. the Muppets was on this list. The fantasy. Muppets was on this list. Well, it's not fantasy. <laughs> well, because it is a fantasy world. See, exactly. See, a there world you go. where it's these puppets world. exist. And they, surprisingly, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell was on this list, which I I considered um, a more of a miniseries. It was right. not a long-term kind of series. It was right. good. It was, right. it was. It had some amazing effects in that. But um, but yeah, so it beat that out. Um, best horror TV series was Walking Dead. Okay. okay. Which, well, that's since that's one of the top series on television in general. It that, it did beat out American Horror Story Hotel. Okay. The Strain, um, and even Fear the Walking Dead was in the same category. Like I'm not supposed well, yeah. to beat that out because that's kind of a crap version of this crap spinoff. It's horrible. Yeah, I've not heard a whole lot about that other <laughs> no, than the fact that it's on Hulu. It's not. Yeah, it's not great. I, I, the only I thing I heard it. about is got the actress from Hundred on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I ever heard. About. Um, action thriller series was Hannibal. Which I thought would have been more in the horror action category. Thriller? Well, I don't think, action thriller. No, but I think no, no. TV, it's based on a horror movie or in a horror universe. But I don't think the show is more of a um, procedural. It's procedural, thing. but it's like horror procedural almost, based on what happens. But okay. Bates Motel is also in this category, which like that's that based on horror. Psycho. Yeah, that'd be horror. <laughs> like the other ones, I can see like Blind Spot and Fargo, Last Ship, Librarians, Mister Robot. Those yeah. seem to be see, action thrillers. Librarians, I would have put in the fantasy. Yeah, with the yeah. other ones that yeah, were in I there, I would have based on what was in there. Definitely, yeah, but yeah. it kind of makes you wonder if they have to choose the categories mm-hmm. they submit for as well. 
um, the best superhero adaptation series, The Flash. That's what I figured. <laughs> the, because even you guys begrudgingly have agreed that mm-hmm. The Flash is the number one t- superhero show on TV. Oh no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> no. I, I go with um, I go with uh, Agents of Shield and then Legends of yeah. Tomorrow for that. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, then I, like I said with the Flash, it started out knowing it's a superhero show mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, we're a superhero show. That's yeah, it has, it has definitely followed that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But it beat out um, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Gotham, mm-hmm. Agent Carter, Agents of Shield, and Supergirl. Technically, Agent Carter is not a superhero show. It's in the, from superhero universe. Mm-hmm. It's because of the yeah. universe. It's and in. it's got super villains. It does have super villains. Even though they're not here, they don't have heroes in the superhero sense. That's like saying Batman is a superhero, even though he has no superpowers. I call him a costume (laughs) vigilante, but he's still a superhero. (laughs) But he's still considered superhero category. Uh, (laughs) Really? Just let it go, Colin. Let it go, Colin. Let it go. That's that's like calling Phantom a superhero, and he's not. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, he's a superhero. He's considered a superhero, but he's just because it's not your category. Okay, best, this is an interesting one, new media television series. Basically, by new media, they mean things like Hulu and Amazon and Netflix. Not surprisingly, Daredevil won this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It beat out Man in High Castle, Jessica Jones, uh, Sense8. See, I really enjoyed Man in High Castle, personally, but we sat there and binged every episode as soon as we got it. So, um, and then, um, then there was like the actor categories for television. Uh, best actor went to Bruce Campbell for Ash vs. Evil Dead. <laughs> we gotta see that somehow. <laughs> I know, we haven't seen it either. We saw but, part of... I um, love all the Evil Dead movies, so that should be But phenomenal. I mean, there were there were good people in this category, too, because you had Charlie Cox from Daredevil, Matt Dillon from Wayward Pines, Grant Gustin from The Flash, um, Andrew Lincoln from Walking Dead. So, um, and then you have Best Actress was actually the one from Outlander, so considering their series one, um, Kat- Catriona Belf. Um, okay. But Melissa Benoist was in that category for Supergirl, um, as was some person from Continuum. Huh? And <laughs> Rebecca Romaine from uh, from The Librarians was in the category, too. Ooh. Which I almost... I, she was, it's Best Actress, but I almost don't consider her as, like, a main actress on the show. Right. Because it's an ensemble cast. But, um, but the, like, supporting actor went to um, Richard Armitage for um, playing in Hannibal... Supporting actress went to Denai Guerrera, playing who plays Michonne, Michonne on The Walking yeah, Dead. Right. And the interesting ones um, was guest star. William Shatner won as a guest star on Haven. Hey, <laughs> if the Shat's in anything, he wins an award. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's because he's the Shat. Um, and and there were um, guest stars from Supergirl, Teen Wolf, Flash, Daredevil, which is kind of weird to have guest star on Daredevil. Because it was it was Scott Glenn who plays Stick. He was considered a guest star. He's only on like two episodes. I know of he showed season. up more in the other. So that's season, a but, that's a guest star. You only um, get one or two spots. And Al- Alex Kingston was there for for River Song. Well, because right. with movies, she was only in with one TV episode. shows. Anybody who's not in the main credits is a guest star, even if you're there all season. That's true. That's true. That's true. They consider them guests, or the, it's, the, um, yeah. it's the also appearing category. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, really, the only other one interesting was best television presentation, which seemed to come down to specific episodes or movies. The category included The Wiz, Sharknado Three, Jim Henson's Turkey Hollow, that Child- was actually pretty good, Childhood's End, The Cannibal in the Jungle, which I don't know what that is. 
Um, but the winner went to the extended episode of Doctor Who called The Husbands of River Song, which was a fantastic episode. Yeah, we still have to watch. We've not seen season nine yet. Yeah, that was uh, that was really in terms of Once it comes to Netflix. getting the background, mm-hmm. etc. But yeah, yeah so those, that was the 42nd Saturn mm-hmm. Awards, which is amongst geeks and amongst that sort of industry is a big deal. Right. Yeah, and um, I'm glad I'm glad it got the press it did, and I think partly that was due to John Barrowman because he kept posting oh, yeah. things about it and and yeah. the ridiculous pictures he if, had. If he gets behind something, it's going to be everywhere. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, um, and actually, I have, I think we have time for like one more story, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the last one I have is actually one that's kind of fun. Is um, Legends of Tomorrow? We mentioned you mentioned earlier how it's your favorite superhero show yep. on TV. <laughs> well, this season, everybody knows we're going to be going. To, do a lot more around the World War II time because we're bringing in, and it looks like as of right now, it's good, the the um, the Justice Society of America we're going to be seeing is going to be the World War II Justice Society, not the Earth II Justice Society. Right. Cool. Because in through the years, the Justice Society has had many different forms. One was it was a multiple Earth, and it was basically the Justice League for that planet mm-hmm. or for that world. Mm-hmm. Well, the original one was the Justice League in World War II era. Mm-hmm. So that's where you had the original Hour Man, Sandman. The original Sandman was on there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not Neil Gaiman, Sandman. Right. <laughs> right. But, um, like, Wonder Woman and Superman, those guys were at, off and on lightly, but they were in there somewhat. It was a lot of the B-tier characters from the war time. That, that's a good thing, because then they get to play with all these characters who people don't really know. Exactly. Right. So you, so they're not putting their own well, opinions of Legends has already put... Um, the original Red Tornado's helmet's been in there, mm-hmm. and it was basically a stockpot with... Ice slits cut in it, and it was a lady that was Red Tornado. Right. right. Um, Cap- or Dr. Fate originally started as a society back in the World War II times. Right. Um, and the, the helmet has been on Legends. But um, they, they're actually, being in World War II era, they're actually going to meet Albert Einstein this year. <laughs> cool. Awesome. And the description they have, I love the description for this. They said the crew of the Wave Rider will cross paths with a circa 1942 era by Einstein. But they're disillusioned to discover that the legendary scientist is a snarky, brusque skirt chaser. <laughs> Needless to say, that, he proves to be quite a handful when they try to save his life. That, that's kind of true. That's, that's how he was, well, actually. They get into that. <laughs> they get into that. This was comicbook.com had the article. Mm-hmm. And it says in here, the snark is not, is not particularly surprising when you consider how many wry and or sarcastic remarks have been attributed, mm-hmm. accurately or not, <laughs> to Einstein over the years. Skirt chasing, meanwhile, is a pretty... Is pretty much in line with the documented character. Mm-hmm. Although, um, although years of reports that um, he was distant to his wife and children have actually been called into question recently, when they discovered some correspondence suggesting that his wife and kids knew all about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His wife knew he was running around right. with all these women and oh, stuff. Yeah, and right. just, oh, yeah. I, I think, stayed I think with the interesting or, part will be seeing Stein interact with him. Yes, you know, scientist to scientist, and even Ray to a certain extent. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because. I mean, he's it, a fan you know, like when they went when they went back in time and Stein mm-hmm. saw himself in earlier years, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "God, that was horrible!" Like he just like, couldn't <laughs> believe how he acted. Yeah, and you know, and and him having, you know, they what scientist doesn't really have Einstein as a hero? Like That's how true. many geeks have Einstein as a hero? Yeah, and to go back and actually meet him, and it's like, and he's just kind of totally not what you think he would be. <laughs> well. It says in here that the idea of the scientific genius being brusque or antisocial is hardly a new one. Mm-hmm. Look at Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Although, in the world of the Berlandiverse, 
We've mostly seen scientific breakthroughs come from people who are pretty warm and cuddly, usually, mm-hmm. which is different for most um, what you see for scientists on film and stuff, usually. Right. Mm-hmm. But it says, of course, above and beyond all this, it's worth noting that the involvement of Einstein's 1942 self, coupled with the World War II setting, is going to actually suggest even more that we are getting a justice society either way. Right. Um, I believe John Wesley Ship has already... I mean, I don't know if he was supposed to tell everybody or not, but he's going to be on Legends this year. Yeah, he said. I don't know how much of it, but he's Jay Garrick for this world. Mm -hmm. So we're getting a full-on Justice Society. We found um, a couple weeks ago they cast. um, Oh, I forget the name. It was um, Commander Steel's grandson or something. Do you remember Commander Steel from the World War II? He was Commander Steel then. um, His grandson in in the eighties. I don't have the article in front of me, or else I'd bring it up real quick. I could look it up real quick, but. We're not going to take that much time, but he's been cast and is actually the grandson of the original Commander Steel, mm-hmm. oh, cool. who ends up taking the role of Captain Steel or something like that in the eighties. <clears throat> okay, and this is before, obviously, before the nineties brought in Steel. Right. right. So it's and it just shows, um, and it's going to show Vixen, the mm-hmm. new Vixen for the series, right? Because the lady who's playing her on the Vixen TV series and in Arrow has scheduling conflicts. The actress, yeah, she she couldn't come. She in. The one that, to come that in first appeared on Arrow, but she can't. She can't come. So back, they're going to yeah. bring. Um, a vixen from an earlier timeline, which will probably be the World War II timeline, mm-hmm. to show the history of this character. Right. Cool. That because vixen's powers are tied to the talisman, not to her. Right. Yeah. So it's whoever has the talisman officially can do it. They could always do it with her mom. That it could mm-hmm. be or a grandmother or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it looks like there's going to because the actually the actress they cast looks a bit like her. Okay. So it's possible that they're doing an actual lineage um, yeah. within the same family. Mm-hmm. So that so legends is going to be some interesting stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think and, it's good that they're bringing in all these characters that people don't really know. And, you know, I think once they appear, people are going to be like, who's that? Who's that? And they're mm-hmm. going to try and guess based on who they do know. And it's not going to be mm-hmm. that character. Well, the cool thing is, now that we have Comicsology, I know DC has brought up, brought stuff on Comicsology all the way back to the 40s. Mm-hmm. You can buy the original Action Comics number one that exactly. sells for $500 million or $1,000 <laughs> if you actually More find money one out there. Yes. <laughs> you can actually buy, I own it. It's mm-hmm. sitting on my Comicsology account. Yep. And it is a weird story. <laughs> the original origin oh, yeah, of Superman. The original, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the original origin of Superman, <laughs> they didn't, he didn't... Um, he came from Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> well, he came to, from Krypton, but he was an adult when he got here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The um the whole Smallville wasn't even invented till years nope. later. No. Um and a lot of the other characters were not invented yet. Mm-hmm. So I guess he had a kind of hard time getting out of his pod if he was an adult. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, he left. If they a, went with that little pod. <laughs> well, they went with the baby uh, story, but when he got by the time he got to Earth, he had already grown up. Hopefully, the pod expanded. Uh, well, <laughs> if not, he just got really cramped. <laughs> and and the other thing is that they'll have all the early, uh, they probably have all, all the early Wonder Womans in that too. Yes, she's they're, got they're, they are on she's there. got her seventy fifth anniversary this year. Oh yeah, so I think um, she'll bring, and that's I leading the into the release of the movie next year. That's basically what yeah. it culminates mm-hmm. in. So, hey, did you see the list of all the of? Um, Actually, I can bring that up. DC Comics put it on their website of all the stuff they're doing for the yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, they do. There have was a lot some really cool on. stuff on there. I uh, just have to find the right. So it's it's kind of like we you know I know we hit on a lot of the Marvel stuff because of how we are, but mm-hmm. with yeah. Captain America being seventy five has been a much bigger thing right. this year. But right. you've also got Wonder Woman celebrating, and, uh, and uh, Black Panther is fifty and this Black year. Black Panther's mm-hmm. fifty. Yep. Well, you got DC Comics being that. DC as an imprint has been a lot older than Marvel. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marvel Comics was around back then. Right. But there's very few characters that carried through. Right. You got Namor that goes back that far. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You got the Human Torch in a different incarnation, but right. it was the Human right. Torch goes back right. to the 40s. And you got Cap. Right. Mm-hmm. Really, what other characters from the 40s have carried through that are still 
As relevant as today. Technically, Bucky. Well, well, yeah. But that's part of Cap. That's part of Cap. That's like saying Robin, the, celebrating that Robin's fifty years right. old when, or seventy-five years old when he basically is there because Batman was there. Right. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of. But they DC no, even came out with a new logo for Wonder mm-hmm. Woman for the seventy-fifth. I'm bringing that up right now. Thing. Yeah, because uh, well, no, because a lot of um, Marvel, like there's like Marvel's catalog is really deep, but a lot of these characters came. Uh, came out uh, from the late '60s and '70s, mm-hmm. so and it, and it just seems appropriate that it's within the 75th year that Wonder Woman, oh, cool, that well, quote unquote, Wonder Woman is going to be on television again because Linda Carter is the president yes. of Supergirl. She's been right. cast as the president so. of the United States. It's weird when you hear people that because they actually talk to her as being the POTAS. <laughs> who, per, who's, who's POTAS? Like, yeah, who? Shortens president of the U.S. Oh, Just Twitter. The it's president. on Twitter. I shortened it to POTUS well, and a lot the of uh, Supreme be... Court is SCOTUS. Yeah, Supreme Court SCOTUS. President's POTUS. A lot and of people just... talking about it just yeah. that way. Well, um, DC actually on their way, if you go to the website, it actually has a full list of everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. For the, um, some of the big ones is um, they got this. Are those the ones that are supporting Trump because they're kind of stupid? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones but, with the really um, low IQs? They said um, that part of the celebration is they're actually starting it now, so that the end of the celebration yep. officially is the movie in That's June. Right. Yeah, no, because technically, it, she first appeared in October, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was October. Of yeah. Well, they they said the first point of that they're celebrating is the movie coming out in mm-hmm. 2017. They have a Wonder Woman 75 panel at Comic Con mm-hmm. with Linda Carter and got and um, they're also which is only there. a few weeks away at Comic Con. Exactly. Also, there's going to be a huge display about Wonder Woman with different costumes through the years. It's going to have um, Linda Carter's original costume mm-hmm. and Gal Gadot's costumes from the new movie. Right. So it is. And so all that type of stuff. They're not going to have that god awful one that Kathleen Crosby wore. I bet you they will. <laughs> oh my I god. I bet you they'll have the Kathleen Crosby. You, you mean the Star Spangled um, wetsuit? <laughs> No, no, not the Star Spangled wetsuit. Hers was like this weird. I know it was a, it was like a one piece, like red one piece suit. Yeah, mm, and then, yeah, the one piece. Yeah, and I remember and it I, looked like a wetsuit. When I was a kid, I remember watching. I'm like, it wasn't that right. Wonder Woman. It wasn't right. She was a blonde Wonder Woman. That wasn't right. Yeah, that was also <laughs> that was the late '70s made for TV movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That, but, there's but, a whole but, collection of those wonder, wonderful. But, uh, don't watch that. The Strange is on Netflix. Don't, I mean, it's on um, it's on YouTube. Okay, YouTube. Don't watch. Don't watch well, Doctor Strange. They're also yeah. the one that I wanted. I would love to get pictures of is outside of Comic Con. Mattel and Warner Brothers CP or WBCP, whatever that gets is their collectors yep. thing. Is has a full size invisible jet actually set going to be outside Comic Con and it's going to be lit up at night so that you can take pictures by it and stuff. Yeah, because all you have to do is tell people there's an invisible jet and point where it is. <laughs> <laughs> but no I, no, I think this is actually a. Pl- Look, there's seen, an invisible jet. Well, have you seen the, um, the Mattel's exclusive um, invisible jet toy they're selling at Comic Con? Yeah, it's kind of. I believe ugly. this is a blow up of that. Well, I think it's a blow up of that, a full size yeah. version of that. Well, but you know, it's just like the, the the cheapest thing you can do. Just tell people there's an invisible jet. Well, <laughs> but also, they're going to have a wide range of um, new Warner Brothers consumer products. Mm-hmm. Like um, Barbie's going to have collectors, yeah. Wonder Woman's. They're going to have the one that Vernon was all excited about was Under Armour and Converse. Are actually going to get in on this, and Under Armour, I guess, has not done a lot of Wonder Woman before this. So Under Armour, yeah, Under Armour's done a lot of um, the Marvel characters and not so much and a lot the of DC Superman, ones. Batman. Yeah, but what, what do you got? Talk about Barbie. Did you see the new one? They actually got her right. They actually made a really cool Barbie. Mm-mm. First time in like a hundred years, they made a really cool Barbie. Okay, well, they... she's a game designer, 
And she actually looks like Charlie. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, because I posted it on our page and said oh, that was Charlie. they have a Charlie, Charlie Bernie? Yeah. No, yeah. that's Everyone's cool. saying it Well, looks she, like... she looks like Charlie because they gave her a green jacket, which is exactly what Charlie wears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has headphones, which is exactly what Charlie wears. red hair. She has red hair. I mean, and the it computer. Charlie. Yeah. With, 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 with the coding and stuff. Even Felicia Day was Charlie. the first line to buy it. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, also they had, um, weird one, they got backpacks from Pottery, Pottery Barn. That's Pottery Barn has backpacks? The really weird one is they have Wonder Woman-inspired beauty projects, products exclusively at Walgreens. Oh, they already have those, because I have a picture of the um, of the nail polish display, and it okay. has Wonder Woman all over it, and you can get like bright red, bright blue... They have, like, sparkly star things, and, yeah, they have a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other ones they have I here I didn't is, buy any yet. <laughs> well, the other ones that they're pointing out on here is they have um, the DC Superhero Girls, um, a new movie, mm. and a bunch of stuff featuring Wonder Woman, but she's featured prominently in that show anyway. Right. Um, also, we have on the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition Blu-rays, there's actually a whole featurette that's just about Wonder Woman. Oh, that's good. That's the, the featurette, if anybody's looking at the list of the different features that are on it, that one's actually the one that's called The Warrior, The Myth, and The Wonder. Okay. That's actually all about Wonder Woman and the history of Wonder Woman and who she is. Cool. Um, then Spotify, I guess, is going to have exclusive playlists coming all this year inspired by Wonder Woman, but they're being put together by um, top female talents in music, film, TV, sports, and more. That's cool. Spotify's been really good with doing um, a lot of geek-related playlists lately. Like when various things come out, mm-hmm. they'll have a, a, a playlist related to that. So they've been really good with that. Well, the last thing they're doing to, for the celebration of Wonder Woman is um, she's going to feature prominently again in the new Injustice Volume 2. Injustice oh, yeah. 2 video game that comes out. Because I guess right. she had a huge part in the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, she once again has a huge... Being part of the DC's Trinity, Cool. she's going to have a huge part in this one also. And it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if some of the... Um, comic related museums have anything because like we're um we're probably going to stop at when we do our road trip and uh, when we're in pittsburgh we'll probably stop at the toonzeum again okay and one of the displays they have going on through about mid-august is captain america 75th cool and it has like original art from the comics and the yeah. early covers and that kind of thing so it i don't know they might have a, a wonder woman thing coming up too we'd have to mm-hmm. check when we're there to see if they have something there too because yeah. well that's a close enough we could actually take the geeksters there mm-hmm it's a really cool place. We've we could actually probably do a show from there because Pittsburgh's only two hours from us. Yep. So we could, when you guys are there, you could make some inroads maybe, mm-hmm. and we'll mm-hmm. see what we can do here. So, um, But that's all the Wonder Woman. And that's, I think, the end of my list of what I had. Other than yep. I want to say happy birthday to Big Trouble in Little China. Yesterday was their 30th <laughs> anniversary of their release. That was phenomenal. And, <laughs> and you oh, had and, one. and Shaft. Shaft was 40 or 45? Shaft was 45. 45. 45. Shaft is 45, so. which I'm and, celebrating. And, and Kylan just picked up um, a Shaft uh, yeah, uh, trade. trade. Yeah, so I'm, celebra- I'm going to celebrate by reading that trade. Uh, <laughs> who Actually, the interesting thing is uh, the writer and artist for that book also are working on the new Power Man and Iron Fist series, oh, too. Cool. So I'm like, Shaft and Power Man and Iron Fist? <laughs> I'm like, have you guys met me? <laughs> There you go. This guy is writing for you. He is. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So, um, it's a love letter to Kylan. Exactly. <laughs> that guy's the end of my list. Vicky, did you have anything else you wanted to touch on here before we go get some ribs? No, I'm going to be good. I'm always trying to be good. You know that. Being that we're in downtown Akron, like we said, guys, Akron's having their rib, they call it the Rib White and Blue Festival, which is kind of a dumb yeah. name, but But hey, it's, it's ribs. a rib fest that doesn't actually charge admission, so it's awesome. I know. Right? Right? <laughs> hey, and Hotel California's playing today. I mean, it's a cover band, but the Eagles had some decent stuff. You may not like it, but I like it. <laughs> According to Ken, the Eagles had some decent stuff. I, I, I like the Eagles. Yeah. So, so um, Miss Dawn, did you have anything else on your Nothing list? Nothing more for me. Which is ironic Kylan? because they're always no? taking. 
uh, singing about getting high and drunk and getting wind up in a cycle. And this is Ken who loves them. Whether or not they do it or not, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's true. That's what Hotel California is. He yep. got stuck in the psych ward. <laughs> so, Kylan, what do you got? You got anything I, else yeah, for us, brother? No, nah, I'm, I'm hungry. That's all I got. <laughs> well, Geeksters, remember, you can always find us at www.geekwatch.com. Really? Do you even know where you can find us? <laughs> exactly. No. Geekwatch1.com. You can also find us on the networks of Tangibound Network at Tangibound.com and WeBeGeeksPC.com, which is the actual podcast server home for us. That's right. Um, but you can go to um, go to iTunes, Stitcher, leave us a review. I mean, we need to know what you guys think, like we've been saying forever. Or send us an email, leave, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that. Let us, give us some feedback. Let us if know what you, you think. insult us, we'll mention you on the air. Probably. <laughs> if you talk to us at all, we may talk to you, mention you on air. That's true. You can say anything to us. We'll we mention see, you on the air. We see the numbers, but the numbers could be lying. We don't know if anybody's actually listening to this or not. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know you love us. <laughs> so, um, but... From the Akron Library for Miss Dawn and Kylan and for Miss Vicky and for myself, just remember. No matter where you go, there you are. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. <laughs> <laughs>